0: Actress and Disney Channel mom Lee Allen Baker has been working in Hollywood for decades. Chances are you've seen her one of the many roles she's played over the years. But these days, Lee Allen has left the freedom robbing politics of California behind. She's going to tell us all about that and more next. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, we introduce you to special guests who share their personal stories. And advice on how to build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their home, community, and country. Hi, moms. I'm Debbie Carolinas, your host, and this is the Moms for America podcast, a show inspiring, encouraging, and educating moms in their journey through motherhood. We want to go ahead right on the top of the show and invite you to like and subscribe to our podcast. Also, would you please share our podcast with your mama friends? Um, every week we've got great topics. Wonderful guests. And we're here just helping you uh, learn about what is happening and some of the things that you can do to change your community and impact your home. Also, if you have an idea for our podcast, would you please email me at podcast at momsamerica.net? Again, that's podcast at momsamerica.net. Love to hear from you, love to get your suggestions, ideas, and topics that we could continue to cover here every week on our podcast. It's moms just like you, all of us mamas, right, uniting all across our country to fight for faith, family, freedom, and the Constitution. So I do want to invite you to check out our website at momsforamerica.us and see all of our resources that we have available for you, Mama. All right, on to today's episode. Well, today, actress Lee Allen Baker is our guest, and I'm thrilled to have her. She's probably most known for her role as Amy Duncan, the mom and the matriarch of the Duncan family on Disney Channel's Good Luck, Charlie. Remember that? My daughter loved it. I feel like we kind of grew up on this show over here. She's also been working very successfully for nearly three decades as an actress. She played Ellen on Will and Grace and Hannah on Charmed, among many of her other roles. In 2020, Lee Allen was canceled. I mean, yes, canceled by Hollywood over a tweet. I mean, a simple tweet expressing her opinion about Mask wearing. Also, the vaccine mandates California had enacted on her school age children led her to flee California and move to Tennessee. And she has started a beautiful life there. I can't wait to talk with her. Welcome, LeAlan, to the Moms for America podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today. Thank you
1: so much. It's my pleasure to be here.
0: All right, right, uh, let's talk a little bit about your tribe and your family out there. Um, tell us about your household and the kids.
1: So I have two kids. One is uh, 13 in the eighth grade and one just turned 10 last week and he's in the fourth grade and I homeschool both of my children and I have. Good for you. Two little tiny, loud dogs. They're like (laughs) me, small, but mighty. And if you hear them in the interview, there's nothing I can do about that. And I have a really great husband too. (laughs) We can't forget
0: about the husband too. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's jump into this. Um, You've had a long, successful acting career that a lot of us know you from. We've had you in our households. My kids grew up on the show. um, And I just remember her always loving the show. Haley, my daughter, she's 23 now. Um, but I mean, you've been in our homes, you've had a great career. Um, so appreciated, you know, you, what you're doing now, you're really speaking out, you're kind of left California, you, you, you transferred. I like to kind of get our, our moms up to date because a lot of our mamas that are listening, their kids have grown up on, uh, on this show and, and you being at various shows, obviously.
1: So tell us a little bit about um, where you are right now and what you're doing. So, right now I live uh, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I fled overnight with my kids when Gavin Newsom put quarantine camps up the street from my house. Crazy. I just saw the insanity of where this was going i'd seen it a few years ago of where this was going yeah Here's the lowdown on my story that is not fun to talk about it's not fun to have experienced it's not what i would have chosen my path to be but my children both sustained vaccine injuries right. and they both had medical exemptions to no longer receive vaccines because it would kill them uh, it does happen i mean of those people and um In the end of 2019, Gavin Newsom signed a law that would take away all medical exemptions from children and declare it collateral damage for the greater good in order for them to get an education. So I knew our time was up. Right. Um, And um, they had also at the same time passed a Senate resolution stating that a a vaccine schedule for adults would be a really great thing. Like they all agreed upon this legally. I'm not even sure because Senate resolutions, it's not a bill that's passed. It's just a motion to say, hey, we're all in agreement on this and we're preparing. We're laying the pavement for the road that's about to be built. Um, So when that happened, I knew that we were in big trouble. Quite frankly, I felt like the state of California was threatening the lives of my children. Sure. And then when um, this pandemic was introduced, uh, the first article I read was one that Bill and Melinda Gates have donated $180 million to rush a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And Gavin Newsom came out on, I believe it was the Today Show or Good Morning America, one of the mainstream morning shows, and said that he doesn't foresee California getting back to normal until every single person in the state is vaccinated. And for me, that means dead children. And I'm not right. playing games with yeah. it like that anymore. Of I'm course. not doing that. So uh, and, we- and how and, and how overreaching, right? How-, how how overreaching for you to think that you get to decide what goes into my body? Let's just right. stop that nonsense right there. Right. I don't care what my career has been, what it could be. I'm not playing around. You're not going to mess with my kids and you're not going to forcefully medically rape me with any product. You know, the truth of the matter is, is like we could take something very benign like zucchini or or an apple and say they are very, you know, it's pretty much indisputable evidence that those two items are very good for your body they are very good for you they have a lot of nutrition mm-hmm. if, if the president or a governor came out and mandated that every single person buy and eat these there would be riots in the street but yeah. people didn't were not offended surprised uh bothered many people not bothered by the fact that that would mandate even if it's a choice that you want to make you want Mm -hmm. to get the vaccine i'm shocked at the amount of people that got behind it being forced onto people forced and this is it this is exactly anyone that this is the land of the
0: free so everyone should have medical freedom parental rights. All of this is such under under attack. We're seeing it in every corner. So this story hit so close to you. When this came out, tell me a little bit about the tweet that happened and the roll off of that. Is that kind of the beginning of the end basically for you to start moving? The beginning
1: of the end for me was, um, so I fled overnight with the kids and I had already been cast in a movie that was to shoot in Oklahoma. It was released in theaters uh, this uh, past spring called Family Camp. And um, I was going to be shooting in Oklahoma, which is the first state to open. And at the time, like the week before I was going to film this, I got a notice from Screen Actors Guild saying that I was not allowed to do this film. They Mm -hmm. didn't want actors able to go back to work because they wanted everything to stay shut down. Sure I, I Yeah, they, it was intentional, it was a unilateral move by a union that I had no say in, that I did not vote on, and that I am not going to comply with. Right. So I sent them a nice friendly letter saying that okay. I am now FICOR, which means I can do both union and non-union work. Okay. And so I went and I did this film, regardless of them trying to tell me that I can't put food on the table for my kids. <laughs> because I somehow don't know what's best for my safety. Needless to say, I did the movie and I lived and it was released in theaters, you know, and and I didn't wear a mask. I didn't get a shot. I didn't stick a Q-tip up my nose either. I didn't do any of these things. I just went and made a movie and life was normal. Okay. And then when I got home from filming that movie, we were shot really in one location. It just happened to be that way. It was one location pretty much the whole time at a campsite that had really bad cellular reception. And when I drove the 10 hours back from Oklahoma, um, it was late at night. I was groggy. I had shot till 4 a.m. the night before. I was so tired. And I see some sort of tweet that I haven't even been able to look at Twitter. I see some tweet of Joe Biden with a black mask up covering his face and it says, wear a mask. And I thought, oh, please, you're not my dad, you know? And I simply replied and said, um, that's not a law it's an overreaching suggestion, but you do you, you know, I'm not going to be disrespectful to anyone in office. I just don't believe in being disrespectful to anyone that holds an office, even if that person deserves some disrespect. I mean, this wasn't a crazy tweet back. This wasn't an of this was an insane tweet, but they yeah. just can't wait to get sure. something that, if it goes slightly against or not even goes against uh, this mainstream narrative that they're trying to push, if it simply questions that narrative, right. you're right. And they twist what you've said. And yep. so from that tweet, it's not law. Which, by the way, guess what? Two and a half years into this, it's still not law. People, right. there's a process that it has to go to to become a law, and it never went through that. Sure. So, um, I was labeled a racist, a homophobe and a person who thinks black lives don't matter from simply saying that I wanted everyone to have the choice to breathe oxygen. And not only do I want them to, they legally have the right to breathe oxygen and not mask themselves. I mean, that's the law, right? So So that's where it all started. That's when I was first canceled and that's when I was getting death threats for me and my children and it's mean, um, so ridiculous.
0: It's so ridiculous. I just keep sneak, I, I every time I hear these stories, because we hear this, you know, all the time from moms all across the country, various stories just like this. And I keep thinking to myself, am I in some alternate universe? I mean, I just don't know why people go along with this. I just don't know why we give these people any platform because it is, it is really, obnoxious it it is so off the charts it's so off
1: the charts that you can't even bring up a normal conversation and then I became labeled as a murderer because I wouldn't because I questioned the safety of a vaccine that was rushed and made at warp speed you know like oh okay so personally professionally they
0: came after you with pitchforks hard time big time hardcore were you surprised did you ever, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that are kind of activists that are in this field and they just love, you know, this whole thing, but y- you know, you're a mom, you're an actress, you're kind of
1: just saying, Hey, sorry, no, thanks. I'm shocking yeah.
0: probably how aggressive they were.
1: I was shocked because I was, I was also labeled a, a lover of Trump who is a, a is a, uh, you know is he's a man that i i don't know um i know that some of his policies i agreed with more than joe biden's policies for sure um i don't agree with the fact that he made a um injectable that goes into your body um, and changes your mRNA structure at warp speed I, I have no respect for the fact that he did that um i have right, even this wasn't
0: to- about trump this is about you this your was about me, but they and your made children. an
1: association sure. because i do not agree with Joe Biden, who, by the way, has been, you know this, he's been a known racist his entire career of politics, but people, I guess, just wanted to ignore that. Um, So I got lumped in because I said, here's the, here was the leap. Masks aren't law. Oh, she must support Um, Trump, which I do support the Republican views more than I do the Democrat views. And um, and therefore she deserves to be canceled. She's a liability. She should be ousted from society. She's a murderer, a racist and a homophobe. Wow. I mean, I really can connect these dots. It it was just like, um, I I was kind of like, what? Yeah. You know, and then I I just started noticing that when people would speak up out about voting for a man who is a legal nomination for president, if you're on the side that is saying that the people who voted for a legal nominee for president, that they should be ousted from society, you're on the wrong team. Like you're the bad guy in right. this situation, right? I just couldn't believe that people couldn't wrap their head around this common sense uh, a notion of people can agree and disagree on politics on on mm-hmm. other things. It doesn't mean they're bad, horrible people. Right. You know? um, but I think it, the big shocker for me was when I spoke at the school board meeting in Williamson County. That was- Right. I want to I want to get into this because I want to play this. Okay, so,
0: so, So before you lean into that, I want to just talk really quickly too. In Hollywood, the cancelization of you. So they came after your kids. So they come after your career too. And oh yeah. They just, did they blacklist oh, yeah. you before we go into- What happened locally? I want to just talk a little bit, finish up about Hollywood. And were you surprised or did you saw that coming too?
1: Um, I think all of it surprised me because I, I, I am a person who believes in the good in people Yeah. And I just didn't think America had gone that far off the deep end. I didn't think that there was that much insanity running rapid in our country that people couldn't even think logically and have a conversation. I had known for years you're not allowed to mention that vaccines and question them, which to me was shocking. I mean, honestly, when I, you know, when I would talk to people about the what happened to my children and vaccines, I I thought I would be met with compassion. Right all the struggles and torture and torment that we've been through, but instead we were vilified, yeah. uh, made to be outcasts, um, attacked. I mean, I couldn't believe the brutality right. of, of humanity. Right. You're right. And brutal is, is is really
0: the best word. So let's, you just mentioned about the vaccines again, and you, you you teased it in the beginning of our conversation. What happened with your children with the vaccines? Because really this was such a personal issue to you. This was your kids. This wasn't, there was no experiment to this. You knew your children had been, uh, had dealt with uh, injury from vaccines, prior vaccines.
1: What happened with them? So, my children, uh, my youngest, I would spread them out and he would have a reaction every time, whether it be a full body rush, where it be severely swollen lymph nodes, whether it be incidents that I would end up in the hospital, um, changing wow. the rhythm of the heart, ended up in a cardiac specialist's office. Um, this is all recorded in medical records. And when my second baby was born and I took him to his two month shots, he got that, um, reaction it's called encephalitis. It's swelling of the brain. It's (gasps) an aluminum induced encephalitis. And what happens is the classic there's a classic symptom for it you bring them home they're fine for 3 hours and then they scream this really high pitched squeal that you've never heard before for 6 hours oh and that in seizure a lot of children die in the middle of the night with this thank god mine lived <gasps> We called Thank our doctors, God. they were like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. You know, if this, if he seizes too badly, get to a hospital, you know, this is a reaction, although it's rare. And I didn't realize how severe of a reaction it was. Thankfully, I went to the manufacturer, um, Merck Pharmaceutical. Actually, I mean, I'm not a fan of pharmaceutical companies, but at least they had in their manual where you could look up reactions to vaccines, and it said onset of high pitched squeal lasting four to six hours, about three hours post vaccination, and it is encephalitis, swelling of the brain. So they, I read it in their manual. Sure. Um. So it was there. Yeah. And And how are they? Are they okay? Is everything okay with your kids? So um, we, I had severe delays with my youngest, severe after that, um, severe speech delays, neurological disorders, uh, low muscle tone and dyspraxia. And my older son has dyspraxia. He had, it's a, a fine motor and gross motor coordination disorder, a processing and sequencing disorder. Um, and to achieve balance, his brain, he went from walking and running and being normal, wow. to not being able to walk across the room without being on his tiptoes. Wow. Wow. And they said to me, well, um, we'll hold off on vaccinating them now because we believe you and we see it. We see this. We, and we your instincts are right as a mom. Yeah. And our office believes in vaccination. So if you want to stay with our office, you have to at some point do it again. This is the craziest It's insane. And then so they they referred me to a doctor that would see children who had vaccine injuries Mm -hmm. and they referred me to him. And so I went to him and he agreed that they should never, ever, they cannot receive another vaccination and we got medical exemptions, but it didn't matter because Gavin Newsom just signed a piece of paper to take it away because he wants to run for president. So again, the governor said, if you're going to be here in
0: California, you have to be vaccinated. No ifs no buts you, you said, see ya, obviously any mama would, yeah. um, move to
1: Tennessee. Um, how come Tennessee just curious. Um, I felt at the time I was a little bit naive. I trusted governor bill Lee, who I don't trust anymore than I can throw him right now. You know, he passed kind of a fake law protecting our, um, right to our own immunity, but it had an expiration date. He, he said there mm. could be no discrimination for vaccination and that no one would have to be forced, until the year 2023. So I just wanted to send a clear message to Bill Lee that regardless of what bill you sign, my bodily autonomy doesn't expire in 2023. Um, but here's Love the that. thing about yeah. Tennessee I feel that my neighbors will defend me and my children, mm. and they will stand for freedom. Yeah. No matter who's been bought and paid for in the government of Tennessee, the people are not bought and paid for, and they're not fools. That's and true. And, I, and that's how
0: I feel like it is across America. Yeah. I just, I think there's this small, loud, obnoxious voice that keeps getting the the megaphone and that the rest of us are just like, you know, we believe in freedom. We believe in America. We and believe I, believe, in the American I Gen- do believe in
1: freedom. Like I did yeah. not war- march in Los Angeles. And I think it was the only female in Los Angeles not to march in the women's march for Hillary Clinton. And the reason I didn't march is because for women's rights is because I have rights. Right. I, 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 it makes no sense to me. It's to called the Constitution. I'm fighting right. for rights that I already have—it's right. just a lie for you to right. say that I don't have them to convince me that I'm a victim, so that I go out and be powerful for right. what? For rights that I already have? That's right, God-given rights. Not That's right. We rights. have God-given rights—that right. unalienable God-given rights. It's for every single person who lives in the United States of America, no matter what your choices are, whether the, your neighbor agrees with you or disagrees with you, you have those freedoms to live your life that way. Right.
0: All right. So now you go to Tennessee, you you pick that as your, as your new home. You're now, the kids are going to go to school there, right? Yeah, that was a shocker. My husband
1: like, okay, he finally, six months later, sells our home, comes and joins us. We buy a home here. And he's like, we moved to Tennessee for these great schools and you're going to homeschool our kids.
0: But see, this is what
1: mamas do, right? That's right. I am going to homeschool our kids.
0: Yeah. So you, you, you decided to put them in school and then the, the mask mandate was there. I want to make sure I get the rollout No, of
1: I homeschooled. So we left California in, in the middle of that year. And so I homeschooled them and I saw just the lunacy of okay. uh, school online. Like our, my son's fifth grade teacher would sit there planning her wedding on a notebook as she kind of half-heartedly listened to the children. You know, mm-hmm. it was, it right. was a joke. Oh, it was, yeah, it was my a kids joke. Too. Right. And then I thought, I can teach them better than this. And so I just took it under, you know, I just took it on. Good for I thought, you. I had been so tempted to homeschool them. I knew it was going to go in that direction for us. I have vaccinated children. They don't want them to go to school. So I knew it was somehow going to go that direction for us. Right. So I just thought, just buckle down and do it. How bad can I be? I can, <laughs> I'm an actress. I can act like a teacher, right? <laughs> It's going to be your greatest role, right? Yes, it is my greatest role. (laughs) And I found out that there are so many wonderful curriculums that That teach you how to do it, that by the time I had taught my sixth grader math, my husband would come home that day and I'd be like, you won't believe what I learned doing Saxon math. I mean, I, if I'm an actress and I can learn math and teach it, right, <laughs> these are pretty good programs. And, you know, my youngest son learned the entire constitution. And I was like, congratulations, you're one of the 1% of the United States who's actually read the entire constitution and knows what it means. Oh, and you're I love it. nine, you know, I love it. Um, so I, so why did you go um,
0: to the school board? Then you, you just, you saw what was happening in your community. And you said, I'm going to go and I'm going to approach this board because a- you're paying
1: taxes there. I'm paying taxes there. So I am a stakeholder in those schools, but um, it was such a God thing for me to end up there. I mean, if you knew the day I'd been out and about with my children, doing things with them, they had never eaten at a fast food restaurant in their lives. And they were begging me for Chick-fil-A. And I was like, oh. I, I'll, this one time I'll let you get Chick-fil-A fries, right? we so a good conservative we're, group. Okay. We, I agree with their politics, even okay. though I don't <laughs> agree with fast food. So I'll go there. Um, but um, I, my friend called me who was an, a new neighbor of mine and said, listen, our kids are in trouble and I know you homeschool yours, but I don't want my kids to be, have to wear a mask. And we feel that you have a voice. Would you be willing to speak? at the school board meeting. And I was like, no, I can't, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm with my kids today. And my little one in the back seat said, mom, I can't believe those kids are suffocating in schools. Uh You won't say anything about it. Uh You need to say something about it. And I thought, well, I I do need to, if I'm telling my kids, you fight for freedom. What am I not gonna fight for other people's freedoms? So. I ran home, as you could see in the video, I had no makeup on, my hair on top of my head and my fat jeans on, you know? It was, (laughs) I did not expect to be videotaped, certainly not from behind. Those are not the jeans I would have chosen to wear. (laughs) <laughs> so, but I, I went, my friend picked me up and on the way out, I had ordered these copies that I was teaching them of the constitution declaration of independence, bill of rights, federalist papers, and uh-huh. my Bible was sitting there and I grabbed them on the way out the door. And I really didn't think I would go in to speak because you had to be there in line so many hours. Right. Before, you got to sign going, up. You don't know if there's yeah, room. Right do that. I I was just going to show up and maybe like rally the crowd and try to give people hope and encourage people to stand up for what they believe in and encourage them to use their voice that it doesn't matter what threats you get, what naysayers say, you know, you just have to speak truth. And uh, then they, this woman said, I want you to take my place. I want you to please speak in my place. I have a number for you. I love it. I didn't know what I was going to say. I didn't. Uh, I I will tell you this, when I stood up there, I had nothing but a heart of gratitude. Yeah. I had a heart of gratitude that I live in a country where I could stand right. up and speak my beliefs and speak. That's them. right. I was so humbled by that beauty of our country that I can go to a school board meeting and share my opinion on something, that there was no malice in what right. I was saying. Oh, I mean, you did a great job. And said, I saw you in Inside Edition. They had this looming music, like Darth Vader music playing. And oh, yeah. About the Disney moms anti-mask rant, you know, um, it was just silly. Yeah,
0: well, let's play it right now so they can take a listen. And for those that are watching can view it as well. So this is your one minute school board prompt to speech
1: to the uh, school board members there in your area my name's is lee allen baker and i'm a california refugee <laughs> i gave up everything there a really successful hollywood career television shows gave it all up for freedom and to come to this friendly place of tennessee and be greeted with open arms and i love it here um i wanted to tell you that i have two vaccine injured children and they have medical exemptions, because after the seizures and the hospitalizations, after all of their immunizations, I was granted, obviously, a medical exemption. So my children are those rare children that will just not be able to get the vaccine. And still, I would never put them in a mass because their brain needs oxygen to grow, which the neurologist can confirm. Uh, Anyway, the real part of the clown show is that you all think that you actually have the authority to mandate this because um, there are these books that I have and I have them as a gift for you. The Constitution and the Declaration of Independence the Bill of Rights and the Federalist Papers and also the Bible and these guarantee my freedom and yours and our children's to breathe oxygen. Our next Speaker is Thomas Mitchell, Thomas Mitchell.
0: Well, as you can tell, there was quite a rousing and I'm saying rousing round of applause for you. Um, I mean, everybody loved it. Everybody was so behind you and obviously everybody was behind everyone there. Um, What happened after this? Did this, this really went Viral, like you said, Inside Inside Edition Extra. Who who was all none having, having fun with the Disney mom here that spoke out at her school board?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I was on the number one show in the world, and no one wanted me on Inside Edition. You know, <laughs> I couldn't catch an interview. And suddenly, I speak at a school board meeting, and they blew it up. Um, all I know is that I sat down afterwards, and I turned to my friend who had brought me, and I said, "Did anything that I say make sense?" Like and it was great I, I, okay, and I, it was so good it was so spot on it was just like from the heart of like, sure it was of, of you cannot we here's what i really the gist of it is we can all sit here and go back and forth and why i think we shouldn't wear a mask and why you think we should and and we can go back and forth all day but here's here's the let's get to the meat of the issue okay the heart right. of the issue is you don't have the authority to make that decision for my kid. You just That's don't. Right. there's That's nothing right. legal about this. Mm-hmm. You use the guise of an emergency executive orders to do what? Here's what it was about. And I knew what it was about. I saw what they did to schools in California. The you sure did. The game is rigged. Right. Okay. They were never, they were never going to unmask the children there. Right. they got money from an ESSER fund to mask them. That's right. It is the ESSER funds,
0: 100%. And if our moms aren't familiar with that, we've got a whole class on that on our website, momsforamerica.us. This is all tied to agendas, indoctrination, money, power. This is This is not what it is. That's the hard thing about this is yeah. we're trying to see this through normal eyes. And it's not,
1: there's nothing normal about this. And, you know, they really use tools. They really paint people to be cruel people who are actually just here to fight for your freedom. Like I understand, I want to say to the person with a mask, like I see you, I understand you have watched the news and you are genuinely afraid for your life and your child's life. I hear you, I feel you, I understand you let me tell you that I am genuinely afraid of my children's future because you're completely giving their freedoms away. That's right. You are literally enslaving your own children and you don't even realize you're doing it because you're so afraid. And the other thing I want to say to people, because you know, like someone wrote an article, which I I almost sued them over this. There was a publication that actually wrote that. I said, I refuse to protect my children from COVID because I refuse to mask them. That's what they said. They wanted to portray me as a bad mom, saying that I refuse to protect my children from COVID. So what I really want to say to people is, If kids are truly dropping dead in schools and people are dropping dead in streets, that's not the case. The only place adults drop dead were in the hospital after, after they had remdesivir and were put on a ventilator, but let's say children are dropping dead in the streets and in the schools. Are you really going to send them to, to school with a little like mask and piece of fabric and think that's going to save their lives? No, Mm. if you're a decent parent, you're going to keep them at home. If people are dropping
0: dead in the streets. That's right. Again, Nothing makes sense. Um, so after this happens, how has life changed for you now? Um, folks kind of look at you as, a, as an advocate now and a mom that's really speaking speaking out, speaking the truth, speaking about vaccine injury, speaking about freedom, speaking about masking, education. Um, so you know you've kind of just been a, a voice for, for the moms not only in Tennessee but across the country.
1: Yeah, and I feel like a a voice for the moms who don't even know they need a voice yet because Mm. they bought into this. And I was one of those moms, like when someone has been vaccine injured, there are a lot of people who are like, we told you so. I do not feel that way. I I, I feel utter compassion because I was in your shoes. I vaccinated my children and it It ended horribly for us. And I don't want it to end horribly for a single child out there. I don't. I want every child to thrive. And this is an illness that didn't even affect children. I think this is what disgusts me the most. Right. Is never in a time would I ever imagine there would be a place in history where we would sacrifice the sickest, we would sacrifice the healthiest population to protect the sickest population. Right. Not an intelligent decision. You, you, You don't do that. You don't
0: do that. It made no sense. Again, Mm -hmm. you know, the children, Well, then they said, well, if the kids don't get vaccinated, then they're going to kill grandma. That was the other thing we heard, right? You know, they're going to bring
1: it home. They're going to guess what? It's not my kid's job to protect their grandparents. It's my parents' job to protect their grandchildren. And I don't mean that my parents have to go get vaccinated because like we've read the ingredients, the ones that they've disclosed to us. And it's just a hard no for us all around. Um, like I said, and again, we should all have that freedom. We should all have the freedom. Here's what I want to say to people. I don't really care who you voted for here. Here's what I want to tell you. Your sovereignty over your body, your bodily autonomy, your Mm. medical and health decisions. They don't belong to your doctor. They don't belong to your state governor. They don't belong to Joe Biden. They don't belong to Donald Trump. They don't belong to that Fauci guy. They don't, they're yours to make. And that's right. what I'm fighting for, your right to make your decision. I have neighbors across the street and on each side of me that have all been vaccinated. We're all friends. Sure. We, all, we love each other. And sure. they know they're there to protect my freedoms and my children. I'm there to protect theirs. You know, this is why we live in a free country. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love
0: your story. Um, and and Of course, we just love you because you've been in our home all these years. Um, So what's going on with TV now? I mean, you're out there fighting the conservative fight. You're homeschooling your kids. Love this story. Well, it It has been made very clear that I will never work for Disney again. Oh, uh, oh, well, yeah. we're, we just love Disney anyways. No, no
1: right. all right. Yeah, okay. If Disney's not here, hiring but... you. That's, yeah. a, that's a badge of honor, I would say. Well, let me make it very clear <laughs> that at this point, I would never work for Disney again, like truly. Right. Um, right. But I have been doing more films and, um, you know, I've done four films in over the pandemic and I didn't die in any of them and I didn't even get a common cold. Um and uh, w- one was theatrically released. The other one was released at Christmas time last year. Um, it was one of the most popular Christmas movies Aww. called "Christmas in the Pines." Okay. I have a new Christmas movie that's going for a theatrical release this year, and it's called "Bringing Back Christmas." That I just filmed in Texas. Love that. Um, yeah. So uh, life has gone in a different direction. Um, just the way God wanted it to be. It's going in the God direction. Yeah. You know, I, I will tell people this, like um for years, I felt like I would, if, if God closed a door, I'd stand there jiggling the handle and even start picking the lock, trying to get in. Right. And finally I've realized I'm, I'm done jiggling the handle. I'm, I'm, there's a door right next to it. That's wide open. I'm just going to walk through it. That's right. And you never know who would know where God, what
0: journey God has us on, especially as a parent especially, you know, when it's all about your kids, um, quick, quick comment. I love to just end with a little bit of Disney. Um, what's your thoughts on Disney? Did you see this, um, when you were there, how woke they were and their agenda coming through, no. or was this, is, is this just one of those things that no. maybe it's always been suppressed and now they have just opened up the gates and said, here we go.
1: Um, no, when I worked for Disney Channel, I can honestly tell you that they cared for children and content that they were seeing. Like they didn't even want to see Bob and Amy Duncan kiss. They certainly weren't going to show Teddy and Spencer kiss. I mean, they would hide it with a balloon. And the reason was you don't sexualize children. Yes. It's, it's not whether it's gay, straight or any other alphabet soup letter in between. It's not about that. It's about their children and it's not the appropriate subject for them. Right. But but somehow now that has the you know the wheels have gone off, off the bus. And yeah. and now we're talking about I'm more concerned about the schools and what they're teaching in schools. You know, and if if an adult, like I said, you're fighting for freedoms you already have. Right. If you're allowed to be gay, you're allowed to be transgender, you live in a free country, you're allowed to do That's that. Right. You're not allowed to bring a child to a strip club any more than you're allowed to, you should be allowed to bring a child to a drag show. Right. It's, I would never bring my children to a burlesque show, a strip show, none of it, because of it course, in those adult entertainment, they don't mix. That's not appropriate. It's, uh... And so, um, again, you're fighting for freedoms you already have. And now you're pushing them into school and, and people say, I'm awful because I don't want these things taught in school. Do you know what I want taught in school? Uh, I would like us to just catch up to China and be good at math. I'd like us to catch up right. to other countries and, and you know, learn other languages, uh, learn about history, like real history, not revision right. history. Right. There are subjects that are to be taught in school. It, it's It's a yes. teacher's job to educate them in academics. Right. It's not a teacher's job to parent them you don't get to parent my children I parent my children and now i have screwed up so badly at teaching them I'm going (laughs) to teach my children it
0: I mean that is the erosion of it all we gave you we gave you the shot a lot of us were hoping and believing that everybody was you know just trying to do good but nope it's gotten so bad that we don't trust the entertainment industry we surely don't trust uh you know what's coming out And, and what a bummer about Disney but you know, I
1: know it's such a bummer. Believe me. I loved Disney. I loved years that I worked there. I loved the people that I work with. I still love the people that I worked with. Of course. And I still love those memories of that show. I know that there was an episode that was, I was surprised at the time was quite controversial, um, that Disney channel aired and it it was with my show. Um, Good luck. Charlie was the first show to introduce same sex parents. Oh, I don't remember this. There was an episode and it's a hilarious episode about uh, this child that Charlie has a play date with and she has two moms, but we don't know that. I come home and I say, the mom's name is such and such. and, And the husband says, no, the mom's name is this. and we're fighting over it. And then when they come, the episode's about, you usually take the guy and talk about sports and I take the women and talk about kids stuff. Like, what are we going to do with them? And we end up picking who we want and taking them and talking to them and boring them so much that they can't wait to leave and get out of our house as quickly as possible. It really didn't mention it much. And my viewpoint on it was, well, there are children who do have same sex parents and, you know, life is going to represent what's kind of, you know, children's lives, you know, like I was so naive at the time. I even thought, oh, maybe they'll have some vaccine injured children on, which, you know, no, they're just shoved under the rug and in a dark closet somewhere mm. to, to to disappear, you know, but um, so I would say, and I've even said this to Disney publicly, if you really are into diversity and you really want to represent all different walks of life, right. why don't you have some episodes about vaccine injured children? I can write it for you. I can oh, yeah. guest star in it, you know, let's, let's just
0: really spread some
1: truth, shall we? Right.
0: Well, there's only a certain message that they'll approve
1: and we That's know right, the it doesn't go with are. an agenda. It's a Marxist agenda to break a country.
0: Any last words, Leigh-Allen, for our moms that, you know, maybe in a battle in their community or trying to figure out if they should homeschool or, you know, just maybe have, taking a stand at their career like you did.
1: Yeah, I would say this. Th- this is it. Like, this, like, you're on a hill. This yeah. is your last hill. You better dig those high heels in firmly. This is it. Mm-hmm. There's no, oh, maybe I'll wait. Right. You know, look, here's how I feel about some people who feel the way that I do, but they're silent. You're in the same line as me. You're just behind me. So once they wipe me out of the way, you're next. Right. So it, you, we may as well stand strong together and find your voice and find your bravery. And this is how serious I am about it. You can take my home. You can seize my car. I'll get a horse. You can take my home. I'll get a t- <laughs> (laughs) I'm not getting your shot. That's how I feel about it. I'm not doing it, you know. And I would say to the moms out there, this school is not going to get any better. They are Mm -hmm. no longer schools. I was so naive to think that they were schools. They're not government indoctrination camps. They sure are. And even if. Your child, you know, a lot of people think my child knows better. It still desensitizes them to the message that's happening. Right. And And six hours a day is a long day. Mm -hmm. There's steps to break down a country using a Marxist agenda. And all of these, this, you know, social experiment, this confusion of people, it's it's pitting people against one another. And it's intentional, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. Right. So it's done very perfectly on purpose. It's yeah. equal. the
0: oppressed and the oppressor. They can just get that message and just keep uh, getting everybody at odds and putting them in different camps and creating confusion and division. That seems to be their goal. Well, thank you for clearing the air at your school board and thanks thank for, you. you know, tweeting it out and standing strong. We we love moms like you that are making a change and your situation is the same as another mom's situation, right? Vaccine injury children, there is a community of vaccine uh, vaccine injury children that have to be considered. We have to stand for medical freedom. We have to stand for parental rights. So thank you for doing that. God bless you and your journey and your family you. over there. And we'll be looking for you in your movies. And I know that God's got big things for you because you are just a powerful mama that nobody's <laughs> going to mess with
1: thank you they're not going to mess with my kids that's for sure
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right god bless you guys uh, thank thanks you. leona for joining us and we'll talk with you hopefully again soon sometime thank you what a great interview with lee allen i love what she's doing i love that she's speaking up oh man what an inspiration all right well before we go i do want to remind all of you mamas out there to visit our website moms check out all of our amazing resources events programs um When you're there, would you sign up for our newsletter? This is how we communicate with you every week, um, tell you what's going on in your area and and initiatives that we're working on. Also, when you're on our website, check out our cottage meetings. That's 12 lessons that will inspire and educate you about America's amazing heritage. So you can teach the principles of liberty in your home and in your community. This program, along with so many of our, our other resources on our website will help you impact your family in a very, very powerful way. From parental rights to public policy, Moms for America truly has it all. Uh, One thing I do wanna mention before we close too is to check out our Restoring Patriotism Initiative. When you go to our website, we have Restoring Patriotism. It's one of the the, uh, sliders on the top. It's a clarion call to moms all across the country to restore patriotism in your home. We have Patriot packs for your kids that you can order. It's got a t-shirt, an activity book, a custom activity book. Uh, a flag, a constitution, you can order that. Grandmas, you can order it for your grandkids. You get it at the kitchen table, you go through the book and you just help your kids understand what makes America great and um, really restore patriotism, a patriotic heart with our kids. We really must be doing that. So I just want to give that little teaser about restoring patriotism. Every week we say thank you for joining us. We believe that liberty begins at home and that moms are truly the heartbeat of America. This is why this movement is so powerful. So please join us at Moms for America. And again, share this with your mama friends. And um, I just love talking with you every week and having these incredible guests on. What a fun show that was today too. Thanks for joining us and let's keep changing our world one home at a time. I'll see you next week.